Santiago's is a family-run restaurant that has been serving great Mexican food for the past 28 years. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Mouthful is the podcast about food, culture, and the makers of the world. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training. From training assessment to course creation and LMS administration, CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. Santiago's is a legendary Mexican food restaurant in Colorado. I've also been told that they're branching out and they may be in New Mexico soon. Their products are also available in grocery and convenience stores. They're kind of known for their green chili. Did you know that their breakfast burritos have won awards? Not just an award, have won awards, more than one. I am happy to say with me today is Martina Casados with Santiago's. Can you tell me a little bit about Santiago's? I know a lot of people in Denver drive around and see them, and everybody's favorite is Santiago's, and they can go to certain convenience stores and have them. You can go to grocery stores and get the green chili. But tell me about Santiago's. Yeah, so Santiago's has uh, been around for 28 years. My mother, Carmen Morales, is the founder um, and CEO of Santiago. She started Santiago's in 1991, and um, she really wanted to do something where she could help the community, help her family members um, and people that she knew with a job. So she was like, what can I do? How can I help, you know, being in Brighton, um, a small town, how can I, you know, help other people to, you know, maybe give them a job and, and help them help themselves. And so um, food and cooking was something that she had always done, um, and she had done it throughout her years, organizing and doing events for senior citizens and through church, whether she was, you know, feeding food through funerals and other services. So she kind of had that niche behind her, you know, a knack to, to um, be in the service industry. So she decided to open up a restaurant. And where was that first restaurant? The first restaurant um, was open in Brighton, Colorado. It was an old Sonic building, and my mom had driven up and down Bridge Street, saw it there, and she was like, you know what, I think we can make that work for what we're what, you know, she wanted to do. So, yeah, Brighton was the first location. And you're not necessarily a franchise. It's more people who have actually worked in Santiago's and family members who now own the other stores. Correct. Originally, um, you know, Santiago's, we were, uh, my mom, like I said, started it, and then myself and my husband, and then my sister, Rachel, and her husband, Sean, um, had three locations, the first three locations, uh, Brighton, Lafayette, and Fort Lepton. And then from there, we saw that other people and and the community was saying, you know, put one here, put one there. And so um, she has done the uh, other locations as, yes, family and workers of Santiago's. And do you have a lot of people stay with Santiago's? Do you have high turnover or do you pretty much have loyal employees? 
Oh, geez, we have extremely loyal employees. We just had a uh, employee appreciation a few weekends ago at Elitch's, Elitch Gardens, and um, we give out um, uh, bonuses and, and gifts and stuff to people, and we had um, several employees that have been with us for 25 years. Wow, that's amazing. What do you think makes Santiago such an iconic chain? It's not really well, a chain. I, I, well, let's call it... Uh, a restaurants. Let's just say restaurants. Yeah, restaurants. <laughs> yeah, restaurants. We're, you know, well, I think first and foremost is is that we try to, well, we're family, and then we try to make we try to make everybody feel like family, whether it's our employees or our um, our customers. You know, we're all family. You know, we know um, each other, and when we've been in the community for as long as we have been. Um, Yes, you build those relationships with your customers, and you are family. So, you know, we did a shirt um, a few years ago for our um, golf tournament, and um, it said faithfully authentic on the front, and then on the back it said welcome to the family. (laughs) So, you know, because, you know, that's how we look at everybody (laughs) as family. But I wanted to really highlight the fact that you are very community-oriented. I mean, just the way that the business was started, it was started to help the community. And right now you do a lot of giving back to the community. Can you tell me about some of those programs? Yeah, so, you know, we have always been... um, you know, ever since my mom started the restaurant, that is, you know, we've been giving back. But this goes back even further than that. When my mom was, um, before she had a restaurant, she was a community activist and ran a community center in Brighton. So giving was something that we always did. We were brought up that way. We were brought up, you know, to help um, others in need. Um, when I was in elementary school, my mother ran a afternoon lunch program, free lunch program, where we served lunches to people in, in, in Brighton, regardless of income status, you know, to come get free lunch during, you know, summer. Um, and and she did other community um, events and, and things for, for people. So we've always been giving in that sense. But, you know, um, as far as Santiago's is concerned, you know, we've we donate locally to schools and charities um, and and churches to help fundraise. We've been doing that for you know the 28 years, but more recently with our Santiago's charity is the last 15 years we have held a, an, a charity uh, golf tournament that we do every August, and then um, I'd say the last five years we've kind of added selling chocolates at our restaurants from March until August to also contribute to what now we have. Now what we have established is the Santiago's uh, charity. And so that, you know, that's what we do now um, in big ways. You know, this is big dollar amounts that we're looking at now. But originally it just started out with helping the local schools or churches. And I just want to add, your mother is one of the most humble people I've ever met. Like, you were telling me all these great things that she's done, and, like, didn't a couple years ago she won an award for Latina Woman of the Year? Yeah, so she did. And she doesn't like to talk about it. And I was like, I would, and it's awesome. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, she really doesn't. You know, she is one of those ones that, you know, um, she's always like actions speak louder than words. You know, I mean, you give, you do what you do. And she also is like um, kind of like um, you do good and good will come back to you. You know, so she truly believes that if you if you're putting out good things in the community or out in the world, then good things are going to come back to you. But, um, you know, and, and, and that's how she's always been. And every year you choose a different charity to donate to. And what's the charity this year? So this year, our charity is Realities for Children, and um, that is a organization that is out of Weld County. However, they service a lot of areas in Colorado. Um, really, the focus for Santiago's charities um, has been that um, any time that we pick a charity, that one, it has to be a local charity, a Colorado-based organization, and their main focus has to be um, servicing children in need. So that's kind of where our, where we pick our, you know, charities from. Can you tell me how much was donated last year to the charity that you picked? Yeah, so um, last year we donated over, I would say roughly over $260,000 for charity, and again, that was through our Santiago's Golf Tournament that we host, that is through the chocolates that our customers buy um, at our restaurant, plus cash donations, because they do, they can offer a a cash donation $1 at a time. Um, And then also through some corporate sponsorships that we were able to come up with that amount of money. You're listening to Mouthful, and I'm Lori Lynn Barker. For more information about Santiago's, please visit their website at eatsantiago's.com. Now we're going to get to the good stuff. We're going to talk about their food. Well, I really want to talk about your food now because <laughs> I, <laughs> I really fine. like your food. <laughs> That's fine. I do have to say your enchilada sauce is probably some of the best enchilada sauce I've had, and I'm pretty picky about enchilada sauces. So I do have to admit that. But Santiago's is also known for their green chili. You also are known for your breakfast burritos that have won, like, awards, always awards. What is in all of your food that makes it so special? Well, first and foremost, I would always say that it's love that's in our food. Because originally, the two things with the breakfast burrito and the green chili is the green chili is a recipe that came was handed down um, to my mother from her mother, so my grandmother, Rachel, um, and she used to make green chili at home. Um, and then the breakfast burrito kind of thing evolved from her as well. Um, you know, they, my mother has, um, you know, uh, 10 brothers and sisters, and there was a lot of times where her brothers would have to go um, work in the fields early morning and, um, and then go straight to school. So my grandmother would have tortillas and eggs with chili, and she'd kind of, you know, she'd wrap it in a burrito and, and pack it for them so that they can, you know, go to work and then go to school. So that concept is always, you know, that was something that my grandmother um, had done way back when, and um, when my mom opened her restaurant, you know, she was like, you know, I think that's something that I want to do. So everything, but our food, I, I, I really do think that it comes from a place of love and just our cooks are like our family. And so they love the fact that our customers love our chili so much. You know what I mean? So they, they, they feed off of that, you know, oh, you know, this is great chili because they know that they are a part in that providing good service, but great food to our customers. Do you have a favorite? 
Um, I do. And that um, is? My <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am a fan of the Mexican hamburger myself, which is a hamburger patty um, with some beans in a flour tortilla smothered uh, with the green chili, cheese, lettuce, and tomato, and I always get sour cream on mine because I am a... Um, not so spicy person. So I don't, I mean, our hot is too hot for me, but um, I do get a half and half, but I like to put some sour cream on mine. <laughs> yeah. And we need to explain that to people too. You have three levels of spiciness. Yes. Yeah. So we have a, you know, we have a, a mild, a hot and a half and half, um, which is a, is a medium um, that we've done. And um, that is too, just because my mom doesn't eat hot chili, but my mom's father ate really, really hot chili. So my grandmother would often make different, you know, um, types of chili because she knew with all those kids that not everybody would eat the same. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of chili, you're known for your green chili and you're in a lot of stores. How did that come about and what stores are you in? Yeah, so Santiago's Distribution is our is our other company that we do, and um, we have had that company for just over 16 years now. And you know that um, was kind of a brainchild of you know um, of me and my mom and my sisters, um, and kind of wanting to put the chili out in the market. And so we had some friends of ours that had would ask that were out of state that would say, hey, can you send us chili? Can we get chili? And we thought, you know what, let's see if we can't just, you know, get this chili in production and then sell it. And that would be an easier way to package chili to friends and family out of state because it would come from a frozen state. So um, we have um, we are currently in um, King Supers, Safeway, Walmart's, um, some individual markets, um, and uh, you know Kroger. So that may be City Market up on I seventy, and then um, we are also in the kettles in Safeway. So you could actually go now to Safeway in the soup kettles, and you could purchase our chili um, there. Already um, warmed already, up and ready yeah, to go. Already warmed up and ready to go and, and not in the frozen section. Everywhere else it's in the frozen section. Did you ever see Santiago's growing to this size? You know, I would, I would, it would, that's, that's kind of a hard question because if you know my mom, you would know that her ideas are big and, you know, she wants to you know, shoot for the moon. So I, you know, I mean, and when you're, and, and my sisters and our husbands are behind her, you know, uh, we're like the hamsters in the wheel. We just keep spinning because my mom has these, these wonderful grand ideas. So we just keep, okay, let's just keep doing it. So, I mean, it, it's, um, yes and no. I mean, I think that it's amazing, um, that we have 28 locations. If we, if, it were up to our customers and family, we would have 50 locations. You know what I mean? And and so we have to slow things down sometimes because we get so busy in what we're doing that we're like, oh, no, we don't want to get too big too fast. What do you have next? What are you doing next? Oh, geez. Well, we, um, you did mention, had a, you did have a little um 
comment there about um, getting our burritos in the gas station. So we are currently, <laughs> so we are currently, um, we have currently developed a frozen uh, burrito as well that we are selling strictly to um, uh, gas stations um, for their convenience stores. We do offer, you know, we have had some locations that do a fresh product, but we felt that we wanted to kind of steer away from that fresh product and go with this frozen. Um, frozen burritos. So, you know, we have that. That's, we've been doing that slowly, getting it out on the market again, because we don't want to go too fast, too big. Um, and so that was something that was been, been in the works for like two years, and it's finally out in, in uh, some gas stations that are further down south, like Trinidad, Pueblo, um, Colorado Springs, where we don't have a Santiago's location. So that's something that we've been, and we have um, five different types of burritos. You're listening to Mouthful, and I'm Lori Lynn Barker. For more information about Santiago's, please visit their website at eatatsantiago's.com. Now, Martina and I nerd out about green chili and North Denver. Do you know why North Denver is referred to as the Highlands? It's because all of the streets have Irish or Scottish names. Now you know a fun fact that you can share with your friends and family. Back to Martina. The chili production came from my niece. The other, oh, yeah, awesome. It was so cute. We were sitting there sun, Sunday night, and she's like, I told her, I said, yeah, I'm interviewing uh, Santiago's on Thursday. She goes, well, could you ask them how they get all the chili everywhere? Where do they do? How do they do it? And I'm like, okay, I'll ask it. <laughs> so she was all happy, that excited that I was doing this. So. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's it's always amazing to me where when, you know, you get somebody who's like, oh, my God, you do Santiago's, you know, because we live it every single day. Right. So, I mean, for us, it's like, you know, and for people, you know, um, but it's also it also goes to show how how we we do feel like our customers are family because they feel like they know us. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're just like, oh my gosh, that, you know, you're Santiago's. Oh, that's awesome. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just, I mean, it's a great thing to do. You know, I mean, it's a great thing to be a part of. Well, it's funny because with all the people I work with and, you know, you've got lots of locations now, but when I was, you had, very few locations, I'd bring Santiago's and they're like, where did you get that? And I'm like, from across the street from where I live. What do you mean you live across the street from Santiago's? I'm like, I live across the street from a Santiago's, okay? <laughs> yeah, and you know, and and each one of our owners, you know, within their own community, they are very active in their own communities. And so their customers, I mean, you know, love and recognize them just the same. So, you know, that's always something that's really great for us. Um, when I say the board, that's my mom and my husband and my sisters <laughs> and their husbands. But for us to hear, you know, oh, you know, Claudette and Martine down in Inglewood, they are so great. Or Maya and Adan, they're wonderful people. Because that's exactly how we want our customers to feel, that, mm-hmm. they, that they could come in and they, they know us like family. Yeah, and they feel comfortable and they, they get good quality food and they get good customer service. And yeah, for an affordable price. That's the biggest thing for us, too, is just having affordable prices. And where do you get your chilies at? So we actually um, contract um, with uh, Vegetable Products, which is a co-op of farms out in um, Hatch, New Mexico. Wow. That's why this yeah, special we taste. Do, yeah, and we you know, they, they grow special for us with our jalapeno, which is what we put in our hot chili. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they do the mild, you know, the mild chili, um, green chili. 
and we purchase from them over a million and a half pounds of chili every year. Wow, wow. Yeah. So we went out there this year to see it, and we're actually going to go out now in August to go through the chili festival there at Hatch. But, yeah, we went to the warehouse. It's it's an amazing – I mean, they're amazing people. And it's a co-op of, of farmers out there that that, gr- that grow and, you know, for us. And, and it's, it's very – it's really neat. Yeah, and it's interesting because you can really taste the difference between a Hatch chili or some other chili that's been grown someplace else. And I don't think a lot of people realize a hatch chili is called a hatch chili because it's grown in Hatch, New Mexico. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's <laughs> I a don't know that. Yeah. and there's a certain taste. There is just mm, a know, certain but, taste you know, to my it. My family, you know, my family, um, and and my mom's family, they originated from New Mexico. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, my dad's family, we still have family down in New Mexico and stuff. But um, my grandfather um, had land out there through the land grants, you know, in the early 1900s. So he established established a little homestead there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom's family was from New Mexico as well. But you, you know it when you travel New Mexico. Their green chili at restaurants is different than our green chili. Right. And you I know. almost brought that up in <laughs> the formal interview where it was, you know, there's such a difference. You go to New Mexico and there is total difference than what is up here. But, you know, and up here, we we banter back and forth with my uncle who is from New Mexico. And he always is like, you know, New Mexico has the best chili, which we we are not denying because we purchased their chili. Right. We just tell him we just know how to we just know how to cook your chili better. Yeah, you do. I I agree there. We cook it a lot better. Yeah. You fix it different than they do down there. Exactly. I've actually taken I've taken uh, cooking classes down there. I love New Mexico. So you're you're after my heart right now. Yeah. Um, and I've took taken a cooking class down there and they were doing mm-hmm. their green chili and I'm like, well, that's not how I make it. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not how Santiago's you know, red, makes it. And, and you made a comment about our red chili. So our red chili powder is also um, from New Mexico as well. So, I mean, we get our red chili powder from there too. So, I mean, that's something that, um, which is interesting because my dad's family when we grew up, we only had red chili. Like, red chili mm-hmm. is what my grandmother made all oh, the yeah. time. My mom's family did green chili because my grandfather liked the jalapenos. He liked things hot. So, I mean, so, you know, that's something that, um, you know, the red chili uh, is from there, too. So, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I almost feel like green chili is kind of new in our lifetime. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Because we, yeah. you told me your age and I'm close to that age. And so it was like, huh, that it seems like green. I don't remember green chili growing up. I yeah. don't, you know, no. as a kid, I don't yeah. remember having green chili. Don't you just feel smarter when you're listening to this? I know I do. The free stuff on this site is really, really good. But you'll also love the stuff that comes with your premium membership. Just $4.99 a month because we want it to be accessible to everyone. And let's face it, we spend way more than that on a coffee. And it hardly helps you have a fabulous life like we do. Join today at ladieschitchatclub.com. That's ladieschitchatclub.com. We're going to make your life better. So we'd really appreciate the help. Oh, and there are no commercial breaks. Let's get back to what we 
we were doing now. And then slowly and surely, it just kind of started making its way into Colorado. In North Denver, of course, green chili was big, but the Italians used it in their cooking. So you right. had places, and I, I cannot remember the name to save my life, but you had places down there who were doing calzones or cannolis, whatever they were called, and they would have green chilies in them. Yeah, but they weren't making green chili. Yeah, yeah. Lechuga still does that to this 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 day. They put a, a like a jalapeno in their green chili. Mm-hmm. I mean, in their in their little cannolis. Right. Well, and you know, and then that's the thing too is that um, you know, and I kind of feel you know, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I would have to study it and find out. But I kind of feel though the influence of how Colorado green chili really got established was because we added like a roux and a tomato base to mm-hmm. our green chili, which kind of is influenced by some Italian. You know what I mean? Oh, because that's a the good, Italians used that's a good observation. When they were cook, you know, when they were cooking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think the influence uh, and, and being in, you know, you, we do have a lot of families that are, you know, mixed Italian and uh, Mexican families. So I think that's kind of how that, um, how that kind of developed. Cause my husband, He's Italian. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, so I would, you know, I couldn't, you know, I mean, so, I mean, and, and so my kids, you know, so that's kind of like, you know, when I think about that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And are you from Denver or um, from Colorado? I was born and raised in Brighton. Yeah. Oh, okay. Brighton. Okay. Brighton, Colorado. Yes. Yeah. I'm a Denver yeah. native also or Colorado native. And it's interesting because my family is from the Highlands, but I'm way Irish. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you look at me and you go, I bet you're Irish. <laughs> you know? yeah. My grandfather was a Murphy and all this. Um, and and my mother was a Murphy, you know, so we're definitely Irish. And my grandfather cooked for the firehouse in, in mm-hmm. uh, North Denver. And he used to make a taco mix that was... Um, tomatoes and green chilies. Mm-hmm. And when I brought that up to somebody that this is, these are the tacos I grew up on. They're like, no, 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 that's not a taco. I'm like, no, this is the taco meat that I grew up on. So it's uh-huh. interesting to see all the influences that came out of the highlands that people were doing with green chilies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is truly. I mean, and that's funny because my husband's family, too. I mean, he, we make our green chili, of course, at the restaurant. And my mom, they always used pork. But my husband's family, they used ground beef. So he oh, makes wow. the green chili here at the house. He in the you know, he makes a green chili with with hamburger, with ground beef. And, um, you know, and then he some and he adds a little bit of potatoes in there, too, sometimes. So it's like, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, hey, you know, what it's I mean? more like and a stew. Is. Yeah, yeah, but it's got a green chili base in it. So, yeah, and it's just amazing, like you said, how these influences, you know. In the different cultures, cultures. yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Well, I know where I'm going for dinner tonight. (laughs) I think I know know where a lot of people are going to go for dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Now, let's all go to Santiago's. Thank you to Martina Casados. For more information about Santiago's, please visit eat at santiago's.com and look for their amazing products at a store near you. Mouthful is brought to you by CCF Documentation. Are you looking to get your new employees trained quicker and with better consistency? Is your technical documentation a mess? Then CCF Documentation is the place for you. Specializing in aligning your technical documentation and employee training, CCF is at the forefront of providing effective and measurable training outcomes. 
customized to your company culture at a price that will fit your budget. Whether you are looking to create a company-wide e-learning training program or you want to create training content for your customers, CCF Documentation has a solution you need. Contact CCF at ccfdocumentation.com. Can a plate body shame you? Well, the ladies at the Ladies Chit Chat Club show talk about the Macy's plate that has been pulled from the shelf because one person felt that it body shamed women. Well, what do we think? Find out. Look for the podcast at ladieschitchatclub.com. If you would like to be a guest on Mouthful, please contact me at mouthfulthepodcast at gmail.com and look for me on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, and I think that's about it. But look for me on all the social media platforms. You can either find me under Lori Lynn Barker or you can find me under Mouthful. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker, and as always, stay fresh, cheese bags.